0: Tonight, a race against time, rescuers at that condo collapse near Miami battling fires deep inside the rubble, as a just released report shows engineers warned of structural damage throughout the building years ago. Holding out hope, more than 150 still unaccounted for, the wall of photos of the missing and the families hoping for a miracle. So we have official word we're still trying to hold on to whatever hope remains. Deadly hot air balloon crash. Five people dead after one hit a power line in New Mexico. The terrifying footage of the moment it went down. All aboard. The first cruise line to leave from the U.S. in a year and a half just set sail. Our correspondent on board with the drastic changes to keep passengers safe. And an NBC News exclusive. The first up close look at Ford's electric pickup truck. The best selling vehicle in the U.S. now revamped for the future.
1: This is NBC Nightly News with Jose Diaz-Balart.
0: Good evening. The death toll in Florida rose today to five confirmed killed from that building collapse in Surfside. But there are still more than 150 people unaccounted for. And for each of them, family and friends desperately trying to hold on to hope. Rescuers today faced a new challenge, a large fire deep under the rubble that hindered search efforts and new details tonight about what may have caused the collapse and if it could happen elsewhere. We're covering it all tonight and we begin with Sam Brock at the scene. Tonight, urgent hours for
2: desperate families as round the clock efforts to find more than 150 people unaccounted for run into more roadblocks.
3: They've been fighting uh, these fires uh, all night. The stench is very, uh, very thick. Plumes of
2: smoke coming from a fire in the belly of the rubble as teams use infrared technology to try and locate it. It's very difficult to walk. It's very difficult to see. uh, You don't know
4: where the, the, the debris is.
2: While conditions cleared a bit on Saturday, a civil engineering report released by Surfside Overnight sparked questions. The 2018 overview from Morabito Consultants, part of a 40-year recertification process, found abundant cracking and spalling of varying degrees in concrete columns, beams, and walls supported with many pictures. It also cited concrete slabs underneath the pool deck showing distress and that should be removed and replaced in there entirely. Attorneys say Champlain Tower South had begun roof repairs and was about to address the other issues.
4: This is not unique in terms of having concrete problems. If there is an engineer who believes that concrete pitting and spalling and rebar deterioration poses a hazardous risk to the building and a risk of collapse, that needs to be clear. That needs to be in big, bold, red letters.
2: Do you agree with the assessment of the attorneys for the Condo Association that there were no red flags or signs of imminent collapse with that building?
5: We are obviously very interested in all of the evidence that's coming to light. And in the meantime, we're taking actions to make sure that other buildings are safe.
2: The South Building has two sister buildings, the North Towers, built in the same year, which officials say may be evacuated, and the East Tower, which is 13 years younger. There's a crack in a column that was not here before uh, the collapse. Robert Lisman says this crack in the East Tower parking lot with debris below it has been determined structurally sound and his building has taken steps to maintain safety. But he wants to know why engineers won't arrive here until next week. They knew about a lot of the issues in the building for so long and they allowed it to go and and get past a point where it collapsed. I would like to prevent that. Jose, the mayor of Miami-Dade is directing a mandatory audit of all residential buildings 40 years or older to make sure that they've conducted their recertification process.
0: That has to be done in the next 30 days. Jose? Sam Brock in Surfside, thank you. Not far from that collapse. Those waiting for word of their loved ones are in agony as days and hours pass with no sign of survivors. Vaughn Hilliard is following their emotional journeys.
3: Tonight, 156 remain unaccounted for. Families confronting the reality that no survivors have been found since those initial moments after the collapse. So we have official word we're still trying to hold on to whatever hope remains, but realistically we we know that they're gone. Hundreds here, friends and neighbors waiting. The families of the missing moving into a hotel one mile down the road and anxiously receiving private updates from the governor and rescue officials. Maggie Ramsey is one of them, her mom missing. These photos taken from her condo balcony.
5: The weather hasn't been cooperating. The fire hasn't been cooperating. They're doing the best they can. So
3: where's your level of hope?
5: I'm faithful. So my level of hope will always remain until I know the answer.
3: Maggie is just one of the family members desperate for information about their loved ones with no control over the search happening just blocks away.
4: I haven't seen him anywhere. I've seen his, um, you know, I've seen so many pictures and we have many, many good friends in there.
3: One of those friends, Manny LaFont, a father of two, here in a video taken last month. Manny is a dear friend of ours. He did the loan. Others missing their children, including this father, looking for Louise Bermudez, his 26-year-old son with muscular dystrophy. Officials are now asking family members to provide their own DNA to help identify bodies that may be found. Grace O'Donnell and her comfort dog Jeepers are with the Miami-Dade police and on-site with the hundreds waiting.
4: To the point where good news or bad news, but they're trying to get some kind of news as to what's going on.
3: A community in waiting as they rely on rescuers to find their loved ones. And Vaughn, families did get some news tonight. Jose, we're just across the street where officials just gave a private briefing to those family members. And we're told by multiple relatives of multiple individuals who are unaccounted for that those authorities told them that at this time, at this hour, they've begun recovering some more remains, but they're unable to identify those remains at this time. Jose.
0: Vaughn Hilliard in Surfside. Thank you. And now to breaking news out of New Mexico. We're getting late details about a deadly hot air balloon crash. The final moments caught on camera. What witnesses saw and what we now know about the five people on board. Kathy Park has the latest and a warning. Some of the images are disturbing. The balloon just fell off, you guys.
4: Horror in the skies of Albuquerque as a hot air balloon comes crashing down after striking power lines.
1: We have a fire to where I believe a hot air balloon crashed.
4: Authorities saying the gondola, with five New Mexico residents on board, dropped from roughly 100 feet, killing four people at the scene. The fifth victim later died at the hospital. The pilot is among the dead.
1: They range in age from about 40 to 60 years
4: old. Onlookers watched a nightmare play out miles away. A local photojournalist snapped images of the balloon falling before rushing over.
2: I've witnessed a lot of death and destruction. And personally, what I saw today was very, very disturbing.
4: Josh Perez captured the chaotic scene from above and on the ground.
0: Oh, my God, it just blew up.
4: As he got closer to the crash site, an all out effort to put out the flames and save lives.
0: I knew they were were pretty much gone. There was really nothing anyone could do, but we still try to try to do what we could.
4: The FAA and NTSB are now taking over the investigation to try and figure out what went wrong. Kathy Park, NBC News.
0: Former President Donald Trump is in Ohio tonight for a rally he hopes will unseat her Republican rival. But it's his own company that could be in jeopardy with possible criminal charges just days away. Ali Vitale reports.
5: Tonight, Donald Trump back on the campaign trail and in the business of political revenge holding his first official rally since leaving the White House here in Ohio to excite the base for an ex-staffer now running for Congress, hoping to oust incumbent Representative Anthony Gonzalez, one of the 10 House Republicans who voted to impeach Trump for his role in the January 6th insurrection. Mr. Trump has sworn revenge on those detractors, and his base is too. Are you holding that grudge against those Republicans? Because Trump seems to be.
4: Yeah, they should be voted out.
5: But as Trump ramps up his summer schedule... Criminal charges loom over his company and its longtime CFO, Alan Weisselberg. Multiple sources tell NBC News charges against the Trump Organization could come as soon as next week. The first charges to stem from the Manhattan DA's wide-ranging probe of Trump's business dealings. This probe, according to court documents, centers on potentially extensive and protracted criminal conduct within the Trump Organization, including falsifying business records, insurance fraud and tax fraud.
0: The next question is, to what degree did Trump or anyone else know about it, direct it, or even allow it to happen?
5: An attorney for the Trump Organization says they'll plead not guilty while calling the charges completely outrageous and describing Mr. Trump as outraged. Jose, Al and advisors in touch with the former president tell me he's anxious to get back in front of these crowds. That starts here tonight before a trip this coming week to the border with Republican lawmakers and more rallies throughout the summer. Jose.
0: Ali, Vitali in Wellington, Ohio. Thank you. Coming up next, the first cruise ship since the pandemic just launched and we're on board. Major changes for passengers. Also, The boss is back. Bruce Springsteen reopens Broadway tonight.
5: Join Hoda Kotb for a brand new season of her podcast, Making Space. For season five, I am making space to talk to people who are providing a sense of hope and inspiration when life changes course. Uplifting conversations with inspiring individuals like NFL legend Drew Brees, singer-songwriter Ziggy Marley. And today's show co-anchor, Savannah Guthrie, as you have never heard her before. I found faith more viscerally, not because the bad thing didn't happen, but because it did. I promise you, like me, will leave these conversations with some wisdom for your own journey, empowered and inspired to make space in your own life. New episodes of Making Space with Hoda Kotb are released every Wednesday. Listen now, wherever you get your podcasts.
0: And we're back with breaking news from Broadway. Bruce Springsteen opened his show tonight in New York City. It's the first Broadway production to raise the curtain after COVID shut down shows 15 months ago. The theater welcomes a full house of fully vaccinated ticket holders. And now to another first. Late today in Fort Lauderdale, the first major cruise ship set sail from a U.S. port since the pandemic paralyzed the industry more than a year ago. Our Kerry Sanders is on board the Celebrity Edge. Off and sailing tonight for the first time in 15 months,
6: paying passengers on a cruise ship, departing from a U.S. port. It feels so good to be on a cruise ship again. We have been waiting for this day. We're avid cruisers. The multi-billion dollar cruise ship industry with a lot riding on this first cruise. Because of the pandemic, the celebrity ship edge that departed from Fort Lauderdale today is socially distancing passengers. The ship at only 40 percent capacity, 99 percent of the passengers and crew on board are fully vaccinated against covid. Would you be on this cruise if other passengers weren't vaccinated?
5: That's a tough one. Um, As a nurse, I have to say no
6: to your crew. Welcome back. Someday is here last march as the pandemic spread and doctors had yet to understand coronavirus cruise ships were turned away from ports around the world including here in the u.s when passengers were finally allowed to get off they were met with teams in hazmat suits the centers for disease control shut down the cruise ship industry one challenge still in the courts Florida's governor established a law that prevents any business, including cruise ships, from demanding customers show a vaccine passport. We are back at sea. We are back. What's at stake not only for your cruise line, but for the industry?
1: Well, obviously, we have to bring ourselves back in a safe and careful way. And I think we are trying to demonstrate that you are safer on a cruise ship than you are walking down Main Street, USA.
6: If anybody on board were to test positive for coronavirus, the ship has an expanded infirmary with two doctors and 11 nurses, just in
0: case. Jose? Kerry Sanders, thank you. Still ahead, revolutionary change for the most popular vehicle in America. We've got an exclusive ride inside Ford's new electric pickup truck. The biggest selling vehicle in the U.S. is about to get a revolutionary makeover. President Joe Biden got to drive the new all-electric F-150 pickup last month. But notice how the truck is all wrapped up? Well, that's because Ford didn't want anybody to see the design details until now. Kevin Tibbles has our exclusive first look.
1: The most popular-selling vehicle on the road hit by a thunderbolt. Oh, wow. There's (laughs) G-forces. The Ford F-150 pickup family welcomes the F-150 Lightning, a fully electric version that looks to the future without forgetting its past.
4: It's a game-changer because of what we're able to do with electrification.
1: The Lightning, when it hits the market next spring, will have more power than a traditional gas-powered F-150, with a range of some 300 miles per charge, and the ability to power up your tools, lights, even your house. So how big is this place?
3: It's 500,000 square feet. Welcome to the Rouge Electric Vehicle Center.
1: And they're going to build them right here on the very site of the Dearborn assembly plant that made the Model T.
3: I've come from a Ford family. My grandfather and my uncle all worked for Ford. They were here on this Ford site over at the old steel mill. So to be part of that history is really exciting for me.
1: But instead of an assembly line, trucks will move through independently on computerized carriers, while workers work collaboratively with giant robots. So the robot can tell when it's touching uh, an operator, and it'll stop so it won't hurt them. You can get right up on top of it. So you... This touch, if you touch this, it stops. The robot stops, so you're safe. It all started in 1908 with the Model T, $16 million made. Starting price, $250. <coughs> the Lightning will cost more than a gas-powered F-150, but tax credits will get that price tag closer. And instead of minutes filling up at the pump, the Lightning needs to plug in overnight to get a full charge. And pickup buyers... They can be a piggy bunch.
4: I think initially there are a lot of skepticism on what an EV truck is and what it is capable of. And I think that's what we need to continue to communicate to our customers. Oh, and
1: I've been saving the best till last. With no engine, owners get a surprise when they pop the hood. What do you call this?
4: Mega power frunk. Frunk. Yes, front trunk. Mega power front trunk. Frunk. (laughs) Yep. It's frunk and awesome.
1: The future, dear pickup drivers, is as quick as lightning with a frunk. Kevin Tibbles, NBC News, Dearborn, Michigan.
0: And when we come back, the haircut six years in the making and how it's helping so many others. There's good news tonight about service and sacrifice and how one young man's haircut Is helping so many others. When 17 year old Kieran Moise cut his hair last month, it was a big deal. A really big deal. The Alabama teen had been growing it out for six years. And we're talking about a lot of hair.
3: Yep, 19 whole inches.
0: As his hometown of Huntsville watched and parents Kelly and Patrick helped, little by little, it all came off. Kelly, there were some pretty emotional moments when you were cutting your son's last bit of hair.
5: Yes, like we are really doing this and I I just lost it, man.
0: For Kieran, though, this move was a mission to serve.
3: I'm going into the Air Force Academy and I, I knew I was going to have to get my hair cut off and I didn't want it to just get thrown on the ground.
0: So he started a fundraising effort for St. Jude Children's Research Hospital called Kieran's Curls for Cancer, hoping to raise $1,000 for every inch of hair he cut off.
3: That hair actually doesn't get wasted. No, nope, uh, it's getting donated to children with hair loss um, for kids that have have cancer or uh, burn victims. So far, he's raised more
0: than $35,000. For Kieran, this cause is also deeply personal. A friend of yours uh, that you were close to uh,
3: passed away. Yes, in, in eighth grade, my friend Josh Christ uh, passed away due to brain cancer.
0: Kieran, now honoring his friend's memory. Kelly, how has it impacted Josh's family?
5: So I spoke to his mom um, a week or so ago when all of this started, and, and she was deeply, she was deeply moved by that.
0: Kelly and Patrick, what an extraordinary young man you have. Yeah, I'm I'm overwhelmed and humbled. A young man's gift and one community coming together to bring hope to children who need it most.
3: Kieran, what's the the message you want to leave all of us? I really want to inspire people um, to do good themselves because one act of kindness can spread to countless others. I really want people to make a big deal out of good things.
0: And Kieran just started the Air Force Academy this week and hopes to go through pilot training and eventually get a degree in aerospace engineering. That's NBC Nightly News for this Saturday. I'm Jose Diaz-Balart. Thank you for the privilege of your time and good night.
5: Hey everyone i'm jenna bush hager from today with hoda and jenna and the read with jenna book club there's nothing i love more than sharing my favorite reads with all of you except maybe talking to the exceptional authors behind these stories and that's what i'll be doing on my podcast read with jenna i'll be introducing you to some of my favorite writers these conversations will leave you feeling inspired and entertained to start listening just search read with jenna wherever you get your podcasts